Shalom, this is Resilient One, and I want to come on here to talk about female narcissistic friends. Um, so before I get into this subject, I just want to tell y'all that narcissism is very high nowadays. I truly do believe that we are in the end times. I, I do believe that a lot of things that are going on is not normal. I don't think the, the way the world is right now, I don't think it's going to go back to whatever normalcy was for anybody. It's, it's going to get worse. A lot of stuff you see happening right now is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, so one thing that's really happening is people... A high level of narcissism is out here. And the reason why I personally believe a lot of people are suffering from narcissism is because the demons that the, that the Messiah um, uh, called out that man that was in the graveyard. And when they went into the pigs and the pigs went over the, over the um, cliff, you know, there's millions, if not billions of spirits that are, are attaching themselves to humans. Um, you know, they attach themselves through illnesses, they attach themselves through um, depression, anxiety, you know, a lot of the things when it comes to depression, anxiety, um, personality disorder, it comes from a trauma and then that trauma comes from um, a lack of healing and then the lack of healing attracts those spirits or now you develop an unhealthy coping mechanism to deal with what people have put you through. And I know that sounds very strange, but I, I, I'm telling you, I've seen it and I've been through it myself. Um, so I, I do believe that a lot of females are becoming Jezebel spirits. You know, um, you look at the Meg Thee Stallions and Cardi B's, a lot of young girls are emulating these women. They want to be like these women. Um, so you got a lot of women walking around uh you know just thinking that all they are is sex objects and that's one thing about Jezebels is that they use desire to pull people away um from God so I'm gonna go into female narcissistic friends and how you know now as you know I grew up in a narcissistic home my sisters were you know are narcissistic people some of the one of them I truly do believe is a sociopath and I, I don't necessarily blame them for who they are I do definitely blame my mother but then in some ways I don't blame my mother because somewhere in her childhood she was broken and she broke you know it's a it's a it's a um cycle of abuse you know and I'm probably out of my you know siblings the only one that's seeing through all this stuff and so that's why I am here so with that when you grow up in a toxic family and you're the scapegoat you're gonna attract people who are like your original family um and and that's been my problem <laughs> so female narcissistic friends are those type of women who are always in competition with you you might just be seeing them as a friend you might you know decide hey I'm gonna lose 10 pounds that female narcissist might see that you actually lost five pounds now she's got to go and lose 
30 pounds, you know, that, you know, you might decide that you want to go and uh, get this brand new purse. She's going to get a purse that's better than that. She thinks is better than yours or costs more. She's always trying to make herself one up you, even when you're not doing it, like you're just being yourself and every conversation is about how she did something better or how her family's better or how her she's married or how she's, you know, has highly desired by, you know, by men. Her thing is, is that she's always competing with you and also trying to invoke jealousy out of you. A lot of female narcissists are very, very, very competitive. Um, and they're also they have their own envy issues. And so one thing they like to do is they learn how to study people and they know how to bring what looks to be envy out of people. Because, you know, after a while, you're better if you're around someone who's constantly bragging, eventually you're going to say something because it's going to get on your nerves. Like, I don't I don't I'm I've all I've always been the type of person I can give a woman a compliment. I I can give I could tell a woman she's doing a good job. I can be generally happy for a woman where it doesn't affect my personal well-being or my self-esteem. Because here's the thing. When I die, that woman's not going to be able to save me from the judgment I'm going to receive from the most high. But how I treated her while I was alive, that might help me out a little bit, you know, because we are to love our neighbors. So my thing is, we're all going to die. So why am I going to compete with someone who might die tomorrow? Then who am I going to compete with? I'm going to forever be in my life competing with the next female. I'm almost going to be 40. I can't compete with a young girl who's 19 years old and gravity hasn't hit her yet. Like, what am I going to what? What is that? I'm going to be miserable. No, I stay in my own lane. So when you are around someone and you have the mindset that I have and you're around someone who is constantly bragging it's gonna get on anybody's nerves and so when you finally say something to them in their little feeble mind they take that as you being jealous how come you can't be happy for me you always say something when I you know like and you might be the first time you say something but because you said something they might have their flying monkeys around they might have an audience so they gotta make you look like you are jealous just because you're like I'm done with this conversation like come on because you know it's one of the most annoying things to have someone compete with you. I'm telling you this. I don't understand it. I don't understand because there's just no way I'm going to be sitting there competing with no female. I'm not. That's crazy to me. There's no way I'm not going to be sitting up. Uh, no, let me tell you, that's a tell tall tell, tell sign. I can't even say the word that someone is that your friend is a freaking narcissist she is competing with you are trying to invoke envy out of you another sign that you have a female narcissistic friend um is that she only talks about herself now I don't mind that because I do the same thing sometimes with certain people you know I can I always been a person that can hog a conversation that is my fault I admit it um you know, I could talk. That's why I have this podcast. I can talk for hours to myself on a podcast because I am a talker. I like talking. Um, but I, you know, and I've learned over the years to let people talk, to listen, 
you know, enjoy the conversation, not just have me, you know, pile on all my drama or all the thoughts I have onto one person because I can do that. And trust me, he gets on people's nerves. I know it. So um, I, I really try to work on that. Um, but a female narcissist friend, she only calls you up to talk about yourself. She, she'll call you up. And the first thing that she starts talking about is herself. And she won't even ask you how you're doing. She just starts going in. And I'm not talking about someone who might be having a crisis. I can understand that. If you're having a crisis. But sometimes these female narcissists. They might have already solved their crisis. They might have already talked to five different people before you, and they come to you because sometimes they're 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 they're, they're oh, sorry y'all. They are energy vampires. They only called you up because they just want to pile and dump all their shit on you because they don't plan on doing nothing. They just want someone to talk to and feel bad for them. Or lift them up and praise them because the other five people didn't give them the praise they want. Or maybe they're feeling low. So that's why, you know, when you have a female friend and she's only calling you up and she's only talking about your, yourself, she's not asking you how you're doing. She don't want to listen to what, what's going on in your life. You could have had an accident, which I've had. And I have people call me up just to dump on me and not even ask me how I'm doing. And, you know, I don't get I don't get hurt, but I do get annoyed because I'm like, you know what? No. So, you know, I end that conversation. I cannot stand stupid females. But, yeah, so a female narcissistic friend, she's only there for herself. Everything that's going on in her life is paramount whatever you're going through. Um, so another sign that you have a female narcissistic friend is um, she's all about her looks and her and, and how she how she appears to people right so her looks she's she might not even that be that cute but she, in her mind she's cute she dolls herself up like i've seen ugly cute chicks try to be like really really cute and they're just not you know but because in their minds they they they, they think they're all that you know and then so they you know they might they might not be all the way there. You know, their bodies might not be all the way aesthetically pleasing or something wrong with, you know, their face. But these women have to fake it till they make it confidence. And so um, they 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 will have they'll always appear to be the life of the party because they're very what the thing about narcissistic people in general is they are very charismatic. They they know what to say, when to say it. Um, you know, and some of us who, who, who are, you know, we're, we're, we, we are immediately attracted to that because, wow, this person is just so vibrant, so happy. But then all of a sudden you think this so vibrant, so happy person would actually be a person who's content. And you realize you're around someone who's now starting to put you down. You're, they don't match their vibrant charming personality now they they just kind of seem like a mean girl stuck up in a bitch she's my language so you're like wait a minute wait a minute who are you so so yes she will always appear to be like she is uh all that um and she thinks she looks way better than most people. She studies everybody around her. She'll study you. 
She'll study how you move. She'll study your clothes. She'll study your bank account. She'll study everything about you and then compete. So if you got a 800 credit score, she's going to try to get an 800 credit score. And she's not going to, if you tell her you have an 800 credit score, she ain't going to congratulate you. What she's going to do is she's just going to stay mumble. Be, here's the thing about narcissistic friends too. And this is another sign that you have a narcissistic friend. When you have good news, she's not generally happy for you and she's not supporting your business adventures. She's not supporting your weight loss goals. She's not supporting you in anything. In fact, she's actually enabling you. She's she's she enjoys that you can't do certain things with your business because she knows that's going to make it harder for your business to grow. She enjoys, you know, having you, you know, miss your workout so you guys can go to the movies. You know, she enjoys, you know, putting cake in front of you, knowing that you are trying to do a low carb keto's diet. Like she will try to sabotage you before she supports you. And that's, you know, that's how definitely, you know, you have a a narcissistic friend is that, you know, there's no support from her mainly. And, you know, she might even criticize you. She might criticize whatever you're doing, tell you you're doing it wrong, gaslight you, make you believe that you don't have it, have what it takes to lose this 10 pounds, you know, um, you know, or, you know, let's say you are striving to lose some weight. She'll like you know, sabotage you by saying you only got to work out two minutes a day and you're good to go. Um, you know, so just be careful when you have friends who don't support you and, and, and don't, and, and actually like try to minimize what you're doing, you know, just be careful of that. That's somebody who just does not care about you. Um, so another, you know, another sign that you got a female narcissistic friend is this is a little one, but this is one I've noticed, you know, some people have one person in particular. No, they do this. If your stuff is nice, like I keep my house, you know, pretty, you know, decent clean. I keep my car clean, right? Right now it needs a vacuum, but I do like to keep my car you know, clean. I don't like to have too much. I have a garbage tin in my car. You know, I like to have it smell good. But when you have a female narcissist in your car and she's eating or she's drinking something, you best believe instead of her throwing your her garbage in your garbage can, she's going to leave it on the floor. She's going to leave the empty cup in the cup holder when she could have thrown it away. She's going to leave anything in her car, in your car or your house to mess it up. If she has children, she's going to let her children come in your house and she's going to let those kids run amok where they're ruining stuff, breaking stuff, you know, and and you're in and she's just going to cover it up as they're just kids, you know, and you're not going to get your stuff paid for. She's going to she's going to just make it seem like it's an accident, knowing dang well that, you know, she could have controlled those kids a little bit better. Um, so, you know, they will sabotage your stuff, especially if you have nice stuff, they will mess it up. You know what I'm saying? So, um, another, and I'm just going off the top of my head. These are things that some of these are what I went through. And just honestly, I, everything I talk about is what I went through. 
are what I've seen, what I've observed other people go through, but mainly just, you know, how females are who are narcissists. Um, you don't want to take, you know, I had, here's one creepy thing about female narcissists. This is how you also know you got a female friend as a narcissist. If you, she might, you know, finally, you might just get tired of her stuff, right? And you might just cut the friendship off. You might take a break from her. This girl is blowing up your phone. She's blowing up your phone. She's emailing you. She's on your Facebook. She's literally turning into a psycho ex-boyfriend on you. Um, and, you know, some female narcissists don't do that. They, they allow the silent treatment to come. So, you know, like some are very crafty where if you're giving them the silent treatment, they'll give it to you back where now it becomes a, a standoff. Who's going to hit up who first? And sometimes in those situations, not due to pride, but due to, you know what, if you know that, if you know, if, if that person had any type of empathy and they know that they're the cause of that rift and they don't try to make amends to it, why, why should you? You know, you can be the bigger person and forgive them, but, you know, going back and trying to be friends with them, that, to, to narcissists, that's, that, that, now they know, okay, I can hold out five months and she'll come back. It's nothing to a female narcissist, you know, waiting for you to come back if they're giving you the silent treatment after they, after you might have decided to give the friendship a break. Or you got the ones who will hit you up, you know, they'll, or they'll get their flying monkey friends involved where now they're getting other people to call you to ask you what's going on. Why are you, why are you guys fighting? Um, you know, making jokes of light of the situation when, when it's a big deal. Like, hey, you know, this person hurt my feelings and um I don't think it's fair and you know now she's got her friends thinking it's just you know it's, it's light work it's nothing this is she's she's being sensitive or she's she's overthinking it or um I didn't really do that she, you know sometimes a female narcissist especially if she gets her friends involved she will blatantly lie to make herself look like she is not the bad person for a reason why you have to cut the friendship off you know I had one old female narcissistic friend she I, when I cut her off um, she went to my sister she went to my sister and my sister became her flying monkey because um, a lot of you know and like I say you know y'all know my family is heavily narcissistic so of course you know you get a narcissistic friend and she sees the spirits in your sister's or family or whatever and you know now they're now you know she she befriended my sister so here i am calling my sister while this girl's not talking to me and my sister's like oh yeah i was talking to such and such talking to my old best friend from when i was 11 years old and why are you talking to her because the narcissist was trying to tri triangulate me and my sister by making me jealous that she's building a relationship with my sister and also keeping tabs on me and then also, you know, relaying stories back on how good her life is compared to mine. So, you know, when you leave a female narcissistic friend, they will find ways to either just ignore you, keep up with you, or they will stalk the hell out of you. Like right now, I'm not trying to be boastful or bragging, but I know for a fact there has to be at least five people watching my Facebook right now at the most. Or at the least, I don't know, but I know that that female narcissistic friend because that's just how she is. She watches people from private pages, from other friends' pages, from you know, uh, just because she blocked me or I blocked her, I don't know who blocked who, but 
just because we're not able to see each other's page doesn't mean she's not watching you from another page. Do you understand that? Like they are obsessed with you. Like when you, if you ever peep at, if you ever peep that you think you have a narcissistic friend around you and you see that she's obsessed with someone, understand that same obsession could be transferred to you one day. Like they literally get obsessed with people where they will talk about this person to you and for me, I, I don't give a crap. If someone starts talking crap about someone to me, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to sit up there and deny it. I'm going to wait for that person to show me who they are. Because when you've been through so much narcissistic personalities and they come into your life, you start realizing you got you to gotta live a, a beyond what people say about other people behind their back. You know, you got to actually despise it. We're to the point where, you know, like, OK, this person is talking about this person. OK, you, you have some options as to why. But for me, I never believe what someone says about someone until I see it with my own eyes, because I'm a victim of smear campaigning and rumors and gossip. And I am a misunderstood person, so I, I wouldn't want to transfer that energy onto another person I meet. Um, so I always try to be bigger and better than the people who, who do that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like that's righteous. Li that's another form of a little form, a little bit of righteous living right there. You know, there's, but you know, um, so anyway, um, yeah, but a female narcissist, once you cut that friendship off, she will stalk you or she'll ignore you till you come back, you know, as of right now, I have, you know, it's been 50-50. I have my sister on my page, and sometimes I'll post stuff, and she'll just like it. Sometimes she's just watching. But, you know, in the back of her mind, there's that obsession with her. She And she, she low-key just doesn't, you know, I don't care what anybody says. They don't change. So, you know, that same sister that was there at 16, 20 years old, 30, 40, who treated me all kinds of ways it's still there just because i removed myself from her life where we're not talking doesn't mean that my other sister unblocked me my other sister blocked me um so the the, the psychopath blocked me because see she's on her you know she had to take her power back because you know i don't talk to her i don't talk to any of my sisters so um her blocking me made her feel better about her life because she unblocked me for a little bit but you know I, I didn't talk to her um even it, it trickles down to even my daughter like my daughter uh it it literally is a spiritual thing like it literally is it's a hit and miss like i don't know any i don't i don't, I don't i'm not sure of any family that's non-narcissistic i don't really talk to any of them but um you know my <laughs> Hey man, it is what it is. I I don't know what's I it's it's very it's very perplexing to me. Like I I sometimes wonder like how the hell am I tripping? Do I know this many narcissists? How why am I surrounded by so many damn narcissists? What is up with me that I have these toxic ass people who just like me? Like ugh, it's everywhere. I don't get it. It's so annoying. Y'all don't know. It's like 
is there any normal person out here in the world? And then when you think you meet someone normal, they now they're there because you've been so damaged. I have a very different personality and I'm not switching up my personality to make people feel comfortable. But because I have a different personality because of my upbringing, people might think, oh, she's, you know, she's weird and she's that. So finding, you know, authentic, true love for who I am has also been kind of, you know, strange. And sometimes I think, damn, I might have met a good, honest friend where I can call this person, you know, and I can depend on this person. And then, you know, they let you down, too. So it's just like, damn. You know, you realize that <laughs> those childhood building times of building friendships and things like that, those things matter. But, you know, your narcissistic parents will rob you of having a normal life where you can't build relationships with people like my mother moved every other year. We were just moving somewhere different. So, you know, you're trying. It was hard to learn. How are you supposed to learn? And every time you're in the middle of a school year and you got to move, and you're taking time off of school, you know, or you're getting super abused at home and, you, you, and you're, tra- you're traumatized and, you know, all other stuff I dealt with as a child. You know, how are you supposed to learn? You're not. How are you supposed to grow and build friends and know how to act? You can't. So anyway, those female narcissists. They sense all of that about you. You know, they like you because you, if you are not a narcissist, 10 times out of 10, you're an empathic person where you don't want other people to hurt the way you hurt before. Like you literally feel bad standing up for yourself sometimes because you don't want that person. You don't want to hurt that person. Like that has been one of my biggest lessons is to stand up for myself and not feel bad about it to say the words I need to say but not feel bad about it like only through the most high have I learned to do that because you know when you pray to the most high about certain things like I used to pray to the most high about help me to be stronger Lord help me to not let words permeate my mind where these words that people say to me it just rolls off my back like a duck with water on its back like it doesn't matter and so I started getting insult after insult I started I started getting in situations where I had to learn how to maneuver through betrayal insults and you know I'm still grasping it but it's, it's gotten a lot more better where I just don't I don't really you know, maybe I might harp on it for a day and that's that's too long. But, you know, like, you know, sometimes, you know, those manipulation games that the narcissist plays, those 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 planet thoughts that they like to play and put into my mind. You know, I'll sit up there and harp on it and I have to learn how to like, OK, you know, maneuver it. Don't let those words, don't let those suggestions that they say get me to where I'm now harp, you know, obsessing over it. And now I'm believing what they're saying. No, you know, counteract it. You have to build a strong mind. A lot of people don't know when you come from an abusive home, your mind is weak. It takes a lot of work for your mind to become normal. So there's a lot of stuff that, you know, for me, a lot of people be like, oh, you're sensitive. And I'm like, no, I'm not sensitive. It's called boundaries. 
do you punch someone if someone punches you and it hurts does that you know does it sound right for someone to say oh your body's not strong enough to take my pain to take my punch so you know what your body's weak no if someone punches you and it hurts you're gonna go out you're gonna feel it you're and, and you know hopefully if someone punches you and it's, it's a playful playing punch they're gonna apologize like you know if somebody's play fighting you but somebody's really punching you yeah of course they're gonna try i want to hurt you but you know if someone's play fighting with you and they're punching you and it hurts and you say ow and they say oh your body's weak your body's too sensitive i didn't hit you that hard you gotta watch out for some people like that are people who say you know what if everybody around you toxic that means you're toxic too no that's called gaslighting that's called someone who wants to enable that's an enabler enablers love to use uh, abusers and enablers love to use that quote. They love to turn around and blame you for why you are experiencing vic- vic- why you're being victimized. It's like if, if you've been raped a few times, that means you wanted to be raped. That's the equivalent of that. You know, people don't really think about what they're saying and what they're thinking. You know, a lot of people they always try to, you know, I'm a very, I'm a natural whistleblower. Like I'll call it out. If I see something, I'm going to say something. Sometimes, all the time. But if I'm in a group dynamic or I'm a work dynamic, I'm somewhere where I, you know, I'm, you know, I have to learn also to lower my expectations of people because a lot of people are dumb. And I I don't mean to sound narcissistic myself, but you got to understand, we don't think no more. And so I'm around people, not right now, but, you know, I'm thinking I'm around people who might have some type of discernment and they don't. You know, or they might be able to judge a character by 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 their actions. They cannot. So you got to deal with people who now you're telling them what you're seeing. And and now, you know, they're turning around and blaming it on you because they're not thinking clearly. They, They only think from their own their own perspective as far as their intellectual can go. They're not critical thinkers. They're just surface thinkers, you know, and I don't I don't like surface thinkers. I like people who go deep and deep and think about this, you know, think why did this think about why this person did that. Put yourself in that person's shoes, play it out in your mind and and see things from both angles. I have a very, very gift to see things from people's perspectives. And it's a gift because some people, like I said, they're surface level. So anyway, I digress. But just, you know, I'm going to go back into this female narcissistic friends. So how to know you have a female narcissistic friend is, like I said, she can't compliment you. If you break off the friendship, she is going to stalk you, ignore you, or bring in the flying monkeys. Um... You know, I'm trying to think of something female narcissistic friends. If you watch the movie Single White Female, that is the blueprint of a female, a female narcissist. You know, um, they will sleep with your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your whatever they your children. They will sleep with whatever is closest to you. Understand that a female narcissist will sleep. If they know you like somebody, they will purposely put themselves around the person you like, flunt whatever things they think they got better than you, 
And if they see that person looking at you, they'll enjoy it. They'll, if they see that person looking and checking them out, or they might even try to build a relationship with someone you like. Because it's all a demon. You got to understand that is a demonic person who is willing to go after something you want or something that's interested in you or try to entice the man that that you might be interested in and you know a lot of men are simple-minded they're very they're very um they're very visual so you know a female narcissist they like i said they play at their looks even if they're ugly and they and they have a lot of high fake confidence because they have to appear a certain way so when they know that your crush is around or they know a guy who's interesting you is around, they will flirt with him. And if that guy takes a bait, now in her mind, she now knows that she can have your man. And that, qualif- that, that, that makes her feel like, damn, again, she's better than you. So they will sleep with your man. Like I had, <laughs> I know I keep talking about me, but hey, I had a female and this is the same friend I had since I was 11 years old. She would sleep with every, almost every boyfriend I had. Like she would do it every time. I don't know what it was about her, but she would go behind my back when we were younger and she would sleep. I think she slept with at least three or four of my ex-boyfriends. And of course we were young. We were like teenagers. So, you know, like she was, and then she'll turn around and have the audacity to call me a hoe and she's sleeping with dudes who I'm who I'm talking to or I'm in a you know or whatever's going on in that situation so you know the female narcissists they will have sex with your man or your husband or your child your your son your daughter they will do that it's all about the level of betrayal and also proving that they're better than you so you know, you have to really be careful with these women around. Like, well, if you have a husband, if you have a boyfriend, if you have a significant other, you don't want her around because while you're not looking, she's planting seeds in that your person's mind. And some people are when lust is one of the lust is one of the heaviest things that we as Israelites cannot let go of. Like lust is one of the hardest sin to let go of we can lust after sex we can lust out of many things but sex sexual lust especially in when it comes to the men it's very hard to get rid of so she knows that because you remember that's the narcissistic female is a jezebel spirit and they use sex to entice people so that's her number one goal you know i was around this female narcissist and the guy who was supposedly I'm not interested in him no more at all but the guy who was interested in me she caught him looking at her and she all she did was just laugh and I I intuitively knew why she was laughing it was because he you know he was looking at her but you know I know any dude that gets with her he's gonna he's gonna be miserable I'm sorry y'all if you hear my fan in the background it is hot as you know so you got to deal with that fan but um he would be miserable dealing with the female narcissist because it's her way or the highway you know it's it and and they're not very like you know they're not very compromising they're very loud they're very bossy um and if you're an alpha type man you're, you can't you can't deal with a female narcissist because she will 
play mind games with you. She will sleep with your homie. She will cheat on you. She will belittle you. She will use you for your money. Um, some female narcissists, you know, if they if they are very attractive and they're they're very aesthetically pleasing. Face wise, body wise, you best believe that girl's a gold digger. She's a gold digger. She don't play those games. She is not going to let you even touch her before something is paid for. And it might be just a dinner, but you know they they you know. And I'm not saying a dinner. A man should definitely, if he's trying to court a woman, he should show that he can provide for her and things like that. But. A gold digger will have five, ten different men for each thing. So she might just have you for dinner. You know, hey, I, I need some dinner. Can you give me something to eat? And you get her something to eat. She's like, uh, I'm tired. I'll talk to you later. And you don't hear from her for the next three, four days because she got what she needed. Um, especially if the narcissist is aesthetically pleasing. You you got a, a siren Jezebel on your hands now. If you read the book... Um, the 40 uh, not 40 laws but the art of seduct 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 uh, seduction oh my goodness you read that book by robert green um if you listen to the siren reads about the siren a lot of jezebel narcissistic women um act as the siren um and a lot of men fall for it so you know that's why it's been one of the biggest traits uh when it comes to seducing men is be the siren and again uh the art of seduction by robert green is um the siren is kind of like a blueprint also for a jezebel spirit um how she sexually uh entices men or mentally entices men um so and you understand one I'm an off subject, but a lot of people were into that 48 laws of power. And, and I do believe that brought in a lot of, of narcissistic people's spirits, too, because, you know, in order to to invoke those rules, you have to be a fake ass person to do it. You know, and I, I you know, the 48 laws of power. Yes, it does work. I'm, I've never been a kiss ass. And that's why I'm very, barely. I'm not really liked by people because I will call you out and I don't care or, you know, I, I will let you I'll let you know. And I'm not not like I'm some strong black woman where I'm cussing people out. I just go straight to the facts and I and I logically lay it out. So you can't sit up there. You can't manipulate me. It's, you know, if you manipulate me, I'm going to call you out. And then you're going to have to continue manipulating me. Now it becomes a duel, a duel of the mind where now we're both dueling. And because I'm on the side of truth and you're on the side of, you know, trying to 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 to, to gain the con- to win the conversation through manipulation, you're going to leave frustrated and you're going to be mad deep down because I, I call I see you. Nobody likes to be seen, seen people like to be seen, but they don't like their spirit to be seen. So when you have that capability to see people's spirits, they're not going to really like you. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're doing it in a way where it's not benefiting them, where you're, you're actually challenging them as a person, as a, as a, as a believer in the most high and, and the, the Messiah, you're challenging them and you're seeing, because a lot of people, again, off subject, a lot of people who say they're believers, they're actually witches and warlocks. This has nothing to do with anybody I know 
but I'm just saying they're witches and warlocks and they could be in the churches you know they could they 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 have their own special you know if you got someone who is um manipulative and they're in a church manipulation is a form of witchcraft because you're you're now trying to invoke and and control someone's mind so when it comes to witchcraft people think that witchcraft is just like you know um summoning things and getting these things to do stuff for you no it's a lot of a it's a lot of suggestion of the mind a lot of um a lot of gathering stuff and so sometimes the spells they'll they will ask you to gather this and this and this and it's not necessarily the items that made the spell it's what you gather to do it and that's where you are agreeing to that to that spirit like I agreed to do this because I'm getting all these things ready. So that spirit is like, okay, they're ready. So when you got a spirit that's of a narcissistic female who's manipulative, you know, there is a spirit within her that's, that's, that's reading you and trying to figure out how to maneuver around what you're thinking to make you think the way they're thinking. So that spirit is giving them little, little insights to how your mind is working and they try to counteract that. Um, and so that's a form to me, a form of witchcraft. It's a form of mind control. Witchcraft is a form. It's kind of a mind control, especially if they do sigil magic on you. It's a form of mind control. They, they you literally you, you can send spirits around people and those spirits can affect that person's daily life if they don't have the right protection of the most high. Like for me, I was told I have someone put a curse on me. I totally do believe that just because of the way my life has uh has been turning out and how with the things I went through and the the people I've been surrounded by all my life it's just like it does feel like a curse and don't cry for me okay I just really do feel that I do feel like not because I'm also an Israelite and Israelites are cursed but literally there is a demonic spirit that is that has been trying to get me to leave God and the way, you know, the way these demonic spirits try to make you leave God is they will send you narcissistic people, especially some in the church. Because you'd be thinking like, dang, you know, maybe you're safe in the church. No, narcissistic people are heavy in the churches, heavy. So you think you're going to this church and you're going to be saved and everybody's going to love, you No, people are peeping you out and you got to be careful you gotta be careful when you go into a church and you are telling your secrets and this person don't want to tell you nothing about themselves they don't want to tell you where they live but you gotta tell them that you were molested when you were five years old and your 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 you were murdered your 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 parents were murdered by your grandfather you're telling them all your deepest secrets and then later on as you're telling them your secrets you realize that some of the sermons they start talking about sounds just like your story you just told them. So you realize that you're around a damn ass demon that just was collecting information because of the, like a Jezebel female narcissistic friend will, will, will have you open up to her right away. Like you're telling her all your secrets. And as you're telling her, you realize that she's keeping things to herself. Like there's certain things that she's not letting you in on. She's not, letting you know her but she but when you're talking about yourself she's all ears are 
she's asking you questions that are a bit too personal. But when you ask those questions, she's like, well, I'd rather keep that to me and my family. I'd rather keep that between me and my husband. But um, I'm sorry you're going through that. Um, I'd rather keep that between me and the most high. I'd rather keep that between. But then you got to tell her your thoughts. So it's not an equal playing field. She knows more about you than she knows about. And then most people, when you tell them stuff, you might not be going through nothing that you went through. Sometimes anybody who hears this, sometimes people just like to talk. They just they're sometimes talking about their problems. They might have already worked through it, but talking about it brings healing. You can talk about something you have already went over and it's just you reminiscing on what you went through. But see, a female narcissist, if you talk about what you've been through, she takes it as you not healing and she will capitalize off of that. She will draw conclusions. A lot of people draw conclusions without really getting to know you. You can hear a horrible story that someone went through and now you got all kinds of stories and, and conclusions. And you now you think you, you got this person wrapped up in a perfect gift of who they are as a person. And now you as as a genuine person, you're you're trying to you're trying to live your life, but you're living your life to that person's expectations of what they think you are. That's that's a lose 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 situation right there. So, you know, that's why for me, I've learned I've been trying to learn not to give a rat's booty about what people think about me. Like that is very important. Like when I, I always thought that was a cliche for people to say. But it's really important for you not to care about what people think. Because in these end times, everybody's gone. They're gone. It don't matter what you think. You can be as perfect as possible. You can, you can strategize what people know and think about you. But you got to understand there's always going to be someone in that crowd of people who are going to see through you. They're going to see that manipulation because nine times out of ten, they're doing the same thing you're doing. You can't hide who you are from female narcissists. They will figure you out, not trying to give them that much power. But you got to understand their maturity and, and mental levels stopped at the time they were abused. Whatever they were abused, it sparked their brain. They try to make sense of their abuse. And the way they made sense of it was like either they're like, damn, that hurt. I don't. Oh, man, that hurt. I don't. I don't Man, I don't I don't want I don't want nobody to hurt like this. So they develop a heavy, heavy form of empathy for everyone around them. Or they're like, damn, that hurt. I don't ever want to feel this again. Let me check out how did that person uh, yell at me? I want to I'm going to emulate how they yelled at me. I'm going to yell at the next person to see how they respond. Uh, uh No one's going to do that to me ever again. Their pride comes in. Their fear of ever being hurt again comes in. So they turn into the person that hurt them. So you are battling someone who is stuck at that mindset. You can't win with that person. You can't. Like, I literally try to talk to a lot of these narcissistic people I know. I, I offered to go to therapy with them. You know, and I have went to therapy with one narcissistic person and they were cool with the therapist when the therapist was going in on me about how bad I was as this person. But as soon as the therapist started catching in that the person was lying and, you know, um, playing victim and the, the therapist was calling them out, they were like, I don't want to go to no more therapy, man. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to talk. 
because that therapist, when you got a strong therapist that can figure people out and that narcissist knows that this person's got me, you will see that narcissist not even deal with that person no more, especially if they're of a mental health profession. They, they, they won't do it. Um, and like I said, for me, anytime I, anytime a narcissist ever does go into therapy, it's because they still need something out of you. So best believe they're, they're in their mind. Like I'm going to fool this therapist and I'm going to flip the script. Oh, you think something's wrong with me? No, I'm about to show this therapist something's wrong with you. Take a narcissist to court. They will always figure out a way to get that judge to be on their side because they are mass manipulators. They get into the judge's mind. They know how to make you perceive. They, they know how to make you look in front of an audience by manipulating themselves and how they act. These people are very crafty. They're like the devil. The devil was very, he's very crafty. You don't, sometimes we don't know that we're caught up in badness until it's too late. We, we don't, we, we don't see, sometimes we don't see the devil coming because he's very patient. He's very patient. The devil's very patient. He will wait for you to slip up. He will wait for the right timing. Same thing with a narcissist, female, female narcissistic friend. Soon as you're going through trouble, you best believe that girl's going to either she's going to she's either going to make sure that you bond close to her by pretending to really care about you for that day or two when it happens. But she's going to disappear. But that day or two, you're going to think back like, damn, she really did care about me. Or she's going to make that time worse by yelling, screaming at you, starting a fight. Because, you know, you got to understand narcissistic people love to start fights when you are at your lowest of your low. So, you know, I've learned never go to a narcissist if I'm if I'm going through things, just go through it by myself to the most high. I, I, I also been like, you know what, I don't need to go get. I don't need to tell people all my business like it's just not that important. You know, write it out, talk it out, thug it out. But telling people everything is just not the, it's not the truth no more. You know, giving people a little piece of me and my my goals is the people who know me. I'm I'm gonna just you know I don't know. Uh, also, with female narcissists, if they're on your Facebook, everything you post is under scrutiny. They are if they're if they're Christians, they're gonna super judge what you wrote. Um, if they are, if if they're just your friends, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna show your picture to their little flying monkeys, and they're gonna critique you. Um, they're they're going to study everything about you. You know, um, yeah, I understand. You got you got a number one fan until she finds someone else. Um, before I let you guys go, because it's hitting the, excuse me, I'm tired. It's hitting the 50 minute mark, but, um, as you go, you want to know something creepy that my old female narcissistic childhood best friend did. Every time we would, you know, I'll cut her off. I'm really good at cutting people off. I'm like, um, no, we're done. But see, when you cut off a narcissist over and over again, you let them back in. They just get worse and worse and worse. So you, if you let them back in, you best believe that eventually they're going to, they're going to go in for the attack. 
So don't be surprised and don't be hurt when they start doing their stupid stuff again, you know. But whenever me and her did stop talking, she would always get a, a another bestie friend. Like she would have this friend out of the blue, this friend. And these friends, every last one of her friends, they would always like hit up my phone. She she would she even had some of them go in on me on Facebook and talk about me. So there was about five different females just going in on me, going back and forth, just being messy. And um but she would always have these heavily attractive friends. These the one best friend that she would replace me with. She was always very pretty. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not an ugly woman. And so she would uh you know basically try to replace me every time when the friendship would be died down. And it was very weird. You know, as of right now in order for her to know that I was absolutely done with her, I took her to court because I was done. You know, like once my, you know, all this little yah yah kiki stuff you and your dumb at, dumb friends were doing, that's nothing. You know, that's nothing. But once you start having people, you know, my life feels like I'm threatened. Well, we're done. We're done. We are done. Like I literally behind her in other situations, I had to go and get a gun. And I sleep with that gun by my bed. It's with me all the time, 24-7. I don't leave without anything because of her and other situations. But, you know, I don't play. So, you know, that's I had to take her to court. And when I took her to court, hey, the judge did not side with me. He did not side with her. He even wanted us to work this friendship out because we've been friends for 20 years. But I'm like. She ended it. That was all on her. She should have she should have respected me and she should have known like, hey, I left this friendship for three years. The only reason I came back was because you were going through trauma, because, you know, another thing that these narcissistic females would do as I'm just remembering this and I have had my family do this. I have had multiple. I have exes do this. I've had so many narcissistic people do this is there's an emergency that pops up. Something really bad just happened to them. And it might be a lie. You know, sometimes they'd be like, oh, my mom just died. Well, my mom died too. You'll get over it. You'll be okay. Oh, my, I got hit by a car. Yeah, well, you're alive. The body heals. You'll be all right. Um, You know, but the narcissist will hit you up with something really bad. And you being an empathic person, you care about them still, even though they're a piece of crap. And you're going to call them up and you're, you know, they're going to talk about their situation for a little bit. Then all of a sudden you realize that they start getting into the old times or they start immediately while they're in the hospital, they start putting you down. It never ends. I'm telling you this now. I wish it would because I do sometimes miss talking to my sisters. I miss having a family. It sucks not having family, but you know, what else am I going to do? I, I'm around them and I'm the only one that's going to be able to see through the BS of their behavior and no one's going to care. I, 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 you know, I can be around them and, and, and limit my time, but it's always going to be, it's even now with these people. Yeah. So it's even now with these people, like that I'm around sometimes it's always you're the butt of their jokes you're always made being made fun of and and these people ain't you know you, you my family they're not really anything there's nothing really spectacular about them 
um, and I'm only talking about their spirits. So, of course, you know, make make me the butt of jokes. But what ended up happening was I have a lack of confidence about certain things that I do because when people are constantly making jokes about you, putting you down, teasing you, ridiculing you, you, you end up second guessing yourself before you can even do the things you, you know you're capable of doing. So I had I had to be very reliant, uh, resilient, um, to push through the negative talks that were put in my head for the many years. And as as a person who, if you're dealing with narcissistic personality disorders, demonic spirits, these people their number one goal is to make you to destroy you, make you kill yourself, or make you kill, make you spaz out. Like they just don't. They want you to lose your soul. They want you to denounce God. They want you to not have anything. They, they don't want you to even have yourself. You know, call up a narcissist when you're really down after they done put you through, through hell. They're going to nurse you through it just so now you have more of a connection to them. Now you're indebted to them because the same person who broke you is now there to heal you. So you got to really be careful with these people when you have friends who are narcissistic people. They do not change. They will not change for you. They do not love you. They do not care about you. They they don't even care about themselves. They 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 are a they are a walking piece of dust. When they die, they go to hell. They are not going to make it into the kingdom. Their souls are are forever tarnished by demonic spirits. They don't even know that they're demons. So you don't, if you're smart, you get these demonic people out of your life. You are, you give them limited time and you call them a demon. Ask them, you know, sometimes I want to be asking them, what's your name, demon? And they might laugh, but at the end of the day, that spirit inside of them knows that you see them. The scariest thing for a narcissist to know is that you have the ability to see through them and to see things. Um, it's almost at the 66th uh, hour mark. Wow, this is going to be the longest one. But y'all can see, narcissists is they're they're a handful to deal with and um I just want to tell y'all shalom and be safe out there. Stay prayed up. You know, ask the most high to give you wisdom how to deal with these people. Anyway, with that, I say shalom.